The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minnix. A report in the Houston Chronicle today. UH to interview UTSA's Jeff Trailer for coaching job. According to the report, according to a source, second interview during this job search. The article by Joseph Duarte of the Houston Chronicle, who joins us now on the Buyers Barricades at Guest Line. Always fun, uh, Joseph, when you're tracking down a, a coaching hire. So before we get into any good questions about what's going on, do we have any breaking news as you join us here at 438? No, there's oh, there's right. no 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 new updates. Uh, well, damn. Sort of, <laughs> and, I, and you know we're two days in to the deal. Uh, I expect them to move quickly, but but not this quickly. Uh, there's still some interviews still to conduct, but uh, it's still sort of a wait and see uh, what direction this goes. But it's looking like it might be uh, either east on I-10 or west on I-10 from Houston. So you think it's kind of narrowed down to those two, either Tulane or UTSA, the coaches there? Those two are, are very high on the, on the list. I, I would not dismiss uh, Gary Patterson, uh, formerly of, of TCU, which uh, he's, he's said recently that he'd like to get back into coaching. So uh, that's, uh, that's the third one of the group that I, I can say – with confidence uh, is very uh, very high on the list there. I don't I don't know if there's been as much separation yet, but those three are, are clearly on the uh, on the preliminary uh, list and beyond to you know to get some uh, serious consideration. It certainly seems like a second interview is a good sign for Jeff Trailer and Joseph. One of the reasons that we wanted to have you on because obviously. It, most people listening right now don't want to see Jeff Trailer leave. I, I mean, I think when you know his name was linked to the A and M job, man, dude, how awesome would that be? To the Houston job, oh wait, man, you can't do that. I've had some <laughs> even say it's a lateral move, and I'm arguing it is not. I think with Texas and Texas uh, and OU going to the SEC, Houston has a chance with Tillman Fertitta money and with with Mattress Mac type money to be a flag bearer in the Big 12, be one of the marquee programs. Mm-hmm. And they already seem to have all the facilities that Jeff Trailer is constantly campaigning for at UTSA. So kind of give us a, a perspective of what it's like right now at the University of Houston when you talk about competing at Power 5 levels and kind of 10 years forward, not people thinking what it's been like there for the last 10 years. Right. And, you know, I've covered them for 12 years now. and I've been in the city of Houston for 27 at the paper. So I've, I've seen how Houston has gone through this journey from from once in the Southwest Conference to, to group of five for, for a really long time and then finally getting into power five. So I know what the fan base of UTSA is probably thinking right now, because Houston uh, and you want to get to this point. Houston became a stepping stone job. They lost Art Browse to Baylor. They lost Kevin Sumlin to Texas A&M. They lost Tom Herman to Texas. And ever since then, they've kind of looked for that guy that they thought could be the one. Now, how does that relate to UTSA? Well, when you have success like they're having, sort of a compliment that, yeah, somebody wants your coach, but you don't want to lose them. <laughs> and, yeah. and, Houston's, and in Houston's cases, the last 10 years or so, they have invested in facilities. Now, the difference is, 
they have an on-campus facility. I know that's a big uh, uh, stadium. I know that's a big deal in San Antonio with the Alamo Dome, and do they eventually play out on campus? Uh, the the student referendum passed here in Houston in 2011, I believe, and that set in motion to build the new on-campus stadium that they desperately needed. I, I know recently UTSA had a similar referendum that didn't pass. So you see some of the things that sort of uh, go with the territory and, and what the moves you have to make to get to a certain point. So Houston invested, I believe it was $300 million plus in facilities years before the Big 12 was even a possibility. They got everything in line. They, they go out and get Kelvin Sampson, and that helps to get the basketball uh, attention going. Uh, makes them a little bit more attractive. And then they finally get the Big 12 call. So uh, there's a lot of things that they come into play, a lot of years that go into it. But when you start losing your coaches, uh, you know, this isn't a lateral move. Uh, you know, Houston will be able to offer $4 million plus if, if that's what they want to go. Uh, they've got a $140 million football operations center that is already broken ground that will open in 25. And by the way, you're, you know, you're in the Big 12 conference. So that, that separates it. And, you know, UTSA's done a great job. I mean, they, they are that next, you know, them and Tulane have proven to be that group of five school that should compete for New Year's Six Bowls. Uh, but there's, there's been a lot of in the background work that Houston's done over the years to be in position that now they feel like they can go out. And if that's the coach that they want, they feel like that should be the one that they can get. We know, Joseph, it's interesting that you bring up Gary Patterson because if I'm University of Houston and I'm looking to make a splash, obviously uh, Patterson is your guy, I think, uh, over a trailer or a Fritz. So are, are, are you hearing that Houston wants to make a splash in the, in the coaching name or are they looking for somebody that maybe they can grow with the program? Well, we're talking Tillman Fertitta, and he, mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything on, on a small level, and – Yes, the the name uh, recognition, the sort of the, the 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 guy who's been there, done that over a long period of time, could play in. Uh, but you know, there there's some flags though when you start talking about Patterson. Yes, he won at TCU, but you look at the last few years there, and what does it say? You know, a lot of those players on that team that played for the college football. Uh, playoff championship last year were his guys Mm -hmm. and they didn't play very well the year before so was it coaching did something change was it scheme and then you know there's the the idea of is Gary Patterson willing to adapt I've heard that NIL is not something that he's really high on or fond of doing Uh, recruiting sort of lagged a little bit towards the end so you know to answer your question yeah he's the type of name that they would go after he and Fritz both have that history. They're both 63 years old. I've seen Houston go with a, a, an up-and-comer like a Tom Herman, and that worked out pretty well for them for the first few years. But Trailer brings, you know, something different. You know, he, he's got the ties. He's got the respect of a lot of people in this state, and he can go out and recruit. I mean, look what he's done, you know, with the Roadrunners. So uh, they, they need a guy who's as much a program builder as well as a program stabilizer and that's what that's what Houston needs I think more than anything they need somebody to come in after five years of Dana Holgerson and and really get things back to a a good place and get the fan base uh excited again and he's gonna have all the resources the next coach will have all the resources to do that but this is a very important hire for them 
And that's why, you know, I think you're going to, you, you're seeing a lot of varying uh, paths and, you know, personalities involved and in, in the names that are out there. Absolutely. Joseph Duarte from the Houston Chronicle joining us here on the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. And I think some people seem to forget while at Texas on Charlie Strong's staff, Jeff Trailer was the Big 12 recruiter of the year. He helped recruit Arkansas into a top 20 class for the first time ever. So I think everything you've described sounds like Jeff Trailer and no UTSA fans. It's nowhere near a lateral move. And I think about something that I remember Tillman Fertitta saying a couple years ago when they went and hired Dana Holgerson. He was tired of Houston being a stepping school coach. He wanted a coach that could be there for a long time, and he poured a lot of money into it. It didn't work with Dana. Maybe it would with Jeff Trailer, who seems to be the kind of guy that wants to stay somewhere for a while, and that includes UTSA unless the right opportunity comes along. But what went wrong for Dana Holgerson, because that kind of felt like Tillman's pick, too. He was Tillman's pick. And I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but in my opinion, just being around Dana the last five years, I don't think he thought that this was going to be as much work as it turned out to be. Uh, they, you know, the, the uh, wait, what do you, was, you mean working for a billionaire can be a pain in the ass? Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, 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 that, well, he was certainly getting 4 million plus. So I mean, he, he was getting well compensated, but coming in just from West Virginia, I think, you know, he had everything set up there. They had the big 12 money and the resources coming in. You know, he, he takes over a school that was a group of five. Maybe Dana didn't think that the big 12 was going to be that close on the horizon and that, you know, that there would still be an opportunity to go and just compete in the American, win the American, dominate the American. Uh, but then all of a sudden, boom, you know, I got to really roll up my sleeves and, and get to work uh, with the Big 12. But, you know, Dana did not hold back, and that's probably a, a, a fault uh, where he would say what's on his mind. He did not endear himself, especially the last couple of years, to the fan base. You know, last year he, he said, look, the expectations were too high after we won 12 games the year before. He talked about recruiting this year being 102nd, how the ship had sailed uh, for the 24 high school class. Uh, you know, just every chance he got, you know, life in the Big 12 is hard. We just want to be competitive. Those are just – those are phrases that if you're a PR person, you don't want your head coach saying. They, you just can't go out there. You may believe it, but you can't say it. And the delivery was just wasn't there, and he just they he lost the uh, he lost the fan base pretty fast. And when that happened, I don't think there was anything coming back. They wanted to give him the first year in the Big Twelve because he was familiar with the league, could help with the transition. Uh, but them giving him the type of money they gave him after that twelve win season, that was a colossal mess up, and that someone should be held accountable for that because they're going to end up paying $15 million uh, in the buyout. And that's, you know, you know, it's no A&M money, but it's still for Houston uh, for a school that hasn't gotten that big 12 share yet. That is a lot of money. And speaking of money, Jeff Trailer's 7 million buyout. How is that going to play out? Because you're already paying you know, Dana's not a lump sum. It'll be monthly, but you're going to have to account for someone like trailers buyout and then what you're going to have to pay him and his staff. So there's there's going to have to be a, a huge financial commitment uh, for Houston to for any hire outside of, uh, you know, like a Cliff Kingsbury who's getting paid for the NFL for the next 100 years. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they how that affects it because Willie Fritz's buyout 
is much, much less. I believe it's about a million dollars or even less than that. So that could be a factor in all this in the end. Wow, that's interesting to know. Now, let me ask you this, Joseph. The fact that Willie Fritz is preparing for a championship game uh, this weekend against SMU, uh, will, will that delay things in your mind with the University of Houston and making a decision? I, I think, well, th- there won't be a, a decision until after that game. Or Actually, there's a couple of candidates that are in championship games this weekend, whether you look at maybe like a Barry Odom at UNLV playing in the Mountain West, stuff like that. So no, no announcement probably until Sunday at the earliest, probably early next week. They, they want to, to do the interview with Willie, and, and Willie's been very adamant that he's not going to do anything with anyone until after that championship game. And, you know, Houston's got to respect that because Tom Herman was in, Kevin Sumlin interviewed with A&M before their championship game in, in 2011. Uh, Tom Herman's name surfaced uh, with the American championship game was going on. And, and they, those games ended up, you know, turning out bad or the eventual result was, was bad, uh, you know, down, you know, weeks later, days later. So, yeah, they want to interview him. They'll wait to get uh, in front of Willie probably would happen as as quickly as Saturday night after their their three o'clock game. So it will be a quick turnaround because the portal opens on Monday and I'm being told Houston wants to have something in place really quickly, uh, either before or after that, because they want to be able to have the head coach jump in and start, uh, you know, putting things together staff wise and keeping players and stuff like that. You know, it's so interesting and I hate, you know, the way the timing of all this works with all the coaches, championship games, all of that, it, it just, you know, life isn't fair, it but it's, it, it, it's, it sucks, right? But I don't know yes. that Houston can afford to wait because you got to start recruiting not only, you know, the high school guys that Dana had lined up, but also recruiting your own players to, uh, you know, keep them out of the portal or start looking at the portal. It almost seems like if you're in a championship game and you don't want to interview, um, we've got to make a decision sooner rather than later because, like you said, the portal window opens up on Monday. Well, they should do like some – I believe MLB at one point had it where you couldn't make any announcements during the World Series or something like that to that effect. I think that, that there should be a dead – if there's a dead period in recruiting, there should be one in terms of how coaches yeah. and hires are There's done. back channels and reporters like Joseph Duarte that would keep that dead period from uh, not meaning a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, yeah, good, good, good point there. But I think ultimately, with the the hire, yes, it's important Monday with the portal. But you want to get the right coach, and you don't want to rush it. So if that means you wait a day or two extra for Willie Fritz, have to do some more. But you're you're right on the fact that there is back channeling going on. They've already talked to his agent. They've already gauged what the money is going to need to be. All they need to do is get in front of them. And, and, and maybe it's that look-in-the-eye type deal and see where things really stand. And if it's not him, then you have your guy that you've already interviewed in place, and, and you just go with that with that pick. And set, Joseph, you know. before, before we let you go, do you know on the first Jeff Trailer interview and the second one that's happening today, are those over Zoom or are they in person? That I don't know. Okay. I do. I believe. I believe the first one was over the phone, and it was sort of. It was an interview, but it was also sort of a a vetting, uh, so to speak. Cut. Just so it wasn't a formal interview, but it was one with with someone inside the University of Houston's athletic department to sort of, you know, just do the feeling out process, and that's where it led. 
to the the next round of interviews. So it must have worked out okay that first phone call because they they wanted to talk oh, to him I, again. I'm told I'm told that uh, they were very impressed. Uh, you know, home run was was a description to wow. me. Uh, late, so they uh, they felt like he's a guy, and and again, you know, you well, guys way know to bury the Drake lead there, Joseph. Home run, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you guys know Trailer, and and I I had limited dealings, but you see his interviews. I mean, he's he's a a a he would be a great coach at any place, not just Houston, and he'd be a great coach if he stays at UTSA. Uh, and I think the Houston folks, you know, the funny thing is. He's been on the radar for a while. I remember covering the Big 12 championship game last year in Arlington, and the night before the game, rumors were swirling that Houston was going to go ahead and part ways with Dana at that time and go with Trailer. And I remember there being people at the game that were associated with Holgerson asking, where's this stuff coming from? And I do truly believe that there were some donors behind the scenes at Houston last December that were making a push then for a change, and Jeff Trailer was their guy. So this wow. is something that they have certainly been uh, eyeing Jeff Trailer uh, for the last few years. And, you know, minus two, two meetings that they've had that have gone Houston's way, uh, that hasn't diminished anything in terms of what they think of him and how he could come in and lead this program. Absolutely. It's it's going to be interesting. Yep. Joseph, I, I know it's a busy day with everything you've got going on. Appreciate you taking some time and jumping on with us as, as things progress. I'm sure we'll reach out again. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Joseph Duarte from the Houston Chronicle on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com. A home run. Mm-hmm. Wow.